Hi, I'm Kalina. And I'm Peter. Welcome to Step Into Extraordinary. The podcast for go-getters, big dreamers, and overachievers. Join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tap Into Extraordinary podcast. I hope you're well. We are at episode nine of this season. And I don't want to say we've saved the, the, the best guests till last, but this guest is an awesome guest. I'm telling you this right now. And by the end of this conversation, you'll be like, yeah, this dude was pretty cool. Um, he's a very, very close friend of mine. Um, how do I describe him? How do I intro this guy? He is quite eclectic, maybe is a, is a, is a good word to use for him, but actually, you know what? He is a superstar, um, producer. He has got hits galore. Um, if you are a 1D fan, he, you recently would have had a release from, uh, Zayn Malik, um, a track called flames. This is the guy responsible for that track. Um, very, very talented. I've known him for 16 years now. Um, he's a great, great, great guy. He's very, very inspiring in his journey. And that's why he's on this show. And I'm sure that by the end of this, everyone's going to be pumped because what we're going to be talking about here is real life, real journey. And I have the greatest pleasure to introduce Jungle Boy. What's going on? Hey, thank you. Oh my goodness. I'm not sure what to say after that intro. It's yeah. true though, right? No, but I mean, to a degree, I suppose. Oh, come on, man. Don't tell me that I, 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 I did such a good job that all of a sudden you're like, nah, dude, my head's way too big now. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, I feel like I need to record that and play that for myself every day. <laughs> all right, listen, you don't need any more inflation than you already do get from your fans anyway. So, but it's all good. <laughs> but it came from your boy, but it's true. It is true. It is true though. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me in here, man. It's, it's such an honor. And I know I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. Hi, Polina. Hey. <laughs> yes, Polina is here as well. So, yeah, man, look, we want to chop it up with you today because obviously your journey has been really, really interesting. Um, and we just kind of want to, you know, learn a bit more about you because this podcast is all about tapping, tapping into the extraordinary. Extraordinary means different things to different people, obviously. But what we try to do is have conversations that people will be able to take something from because they resonate with that thing. I think the human journey is universal. We all come across the same things in, right. in most cases, um, and we all have something different to learn from each other. So the first question I actually have for you is, can you please explain to the world what you do and how you actually got started in what you do? Right. So, yeah, so I'm basically, um, I'm a songwriter, producer, artist. And uh, so for me, basically what that means is, you know, so I produce and write songs for different people. And I feel like that's, that's sort of where, I can't even say that's where I started because for me, it's always been, you know, the artistry and the production at the same time. You know, I started making songs, writing and producing because I wanted to be an artist. So I was writing and producing songs for myself so I could actually, you know, sing them and, and, and you know, record my own songs and, and, and get them out because, you know, no one else was doing that for me at the time, right? <laughs> so the, the actual beginnings of my journey, though, are because of um, my family. You know, I come from a very musical family. I've got a, um, you know, a granddad who is, uh, you know, who is a singer himself. And he used to play instruments and stuff from the time he was little. And by instruments, I mean 
like African instruments. These are like, mm-hmm. my, you know, um, you know, the bongos and stuff, marimbas, bongos, you know, you know, that, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yes. we, they grew up in a world where they had pianos. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, that was foreign. That was, yeah, that was in another world, in another reality. Uh-huh. And so, um, so my, 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 my granddad was musical like that. And then, you know, when it came down to uh, my, my mom, my mom was actually a gospel singer. And so that was a big, um, you know, that, that was a big catalyst for us, you know, growing up as kids in, the, in, in that sort of environment, because that meant, you know, we went to, to church every Sunday and, you know, you're in an environment where you know, you're all encouraged to sing, to dance, to uh, play instruments and that, and that sort. And so, and so it just, it just sets you up right because weekly you're getting that and you're, you're, you're in this place where you're surrounded by people who all want to do the same thing. And it's all very uplifting and very, um, you know, very positive. And so my, 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 that was my introduction to, to music. And so instantly from when I was little, I fell in love with it. And that's, that's really the beginnings of my journey. So I took that, you know, from started playing um, uh, keyboards or piano from when I was really little, having learned that in church, self-taught, but it was, it was, you know, sort of, sort of environment where, you know, they just sort of tell you to just jump on and just, just, just watch the guy that's playing and then you jump on, do the same thing. (laughs) And it kind of works actually, Mm because there was was nothing else in between that. I literally watched the guy week in, week out. I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I can do that. And then, you know, um, when it came to drums, it was exactly the same thing. You know, I used to watch people playing drums, so I used to get little buckets and um and sticks, <laughs> and that's, that's how I would literally do that: bang out those buckets and sticks, you know, day in, day out, day in, day out, until the first time I ever got on a drum kit, I was probably uh, I was actually thirteen. The first time I ever got on a drum kit, thirteen. Having watched people all these years, um, I saw this kid playing drums. He was seven years old, and I was like, "What? He's half my age." Nah, <laughs> like nah, forget this. I literally, I remember after service that day, I was like, "No." I'm playing drums as well. So I, you know, other people jumped in different instruments and I went on their drums. And I remember one person looking at me and he's like, you play drums? I was like, yeah. Set enough for the first time, they started playing the song and I started playing the drums. And at the time, my, my, uh, my, my youth leader was just like, wait, I didn't know you played drums. I was like, yeah, I know. And I'm like banging up out and I'm really surprised as well. And that was it. From that day on, I could play drums. And they started putting me on and I was playing, you know, on, on Sundays and stuff. And yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really the start of it. <laughs> so my, my journey was a little, I don't know, it was, it was very, um, it was crazy the way it came up, you know, just the whole, you know, just grew up in this whole musical world of, um, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, church and, and just all these kids that were all so talented and, and you know what was cool about it though, because because it was something that you know you were just pushed into doing, and it's like go yo, yo, jump on it, play that, play that, whatever. You know, you just grow up in it in that whole culture, and you don't really. There wasn't this whole ego thing because like you were not special because you could sing or because you could dance because it's like everyone does that. So it was just this like that's just something you do. It's just part of the culture. It's just you know it wasn't a thing. It's only when I was out of that that I realized. Oh wait, hang on, but. Oh, you don't play piano? Oh, you don't sing? It's like, oh, you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, wait, okay, I have something here. And so um, I realized that, you know, it's, it's, it's something I could use. And I was just so passionate about music. And I was like, I really knew from back then, this is what I want to do. I want to be an artist. I want to write and produce my own songs. Not because it was cool, not because I'd seen it anywhere. It's just, 
I loved it so much. I was like, that's what I want to do. I didn't even know that you can get paid for it. I didn't know you can really make money from it, but it's just something I really wanted to do. So yeah, that was uh, kind of my beginnings, I guess. <laughs> early, early, early stages anyway. So uh, given the story, I think it's clear to everyone that you have been doing since you were like so young. I have to ask, Obviously, the music industry is known for being very glamorous and very excessive. Having spent so long doing music, what is it really behind the scene? What is it really like? You know, um, it's it is it is it is a weird world. You know, it does feel like there's you constantly there's this curtain that you know that's like and this fleece that you're constantly putting in people's eyes and you know, where, where you're showing them one thing, but really there's something else that's hidden. I mean, it is glamorous and all of that excessive. Yes, absolutely. Most people, I think, live well beyond their means because it is, it is this sort of world where, you know, you want to um, uh, appear a certain way because it, when we think, you know, of rock stars and whatnot, you just think of all these people that are like legends, spend a lot of money, do whatever they want, get with all the girls and drugs or whatever and it's like this like sort of reckless kind of living and um endless amounts of cash and whatnot um but the reality is i think for most people very very different there's there's a very it's almost like in in in, in you know in in the business world where you have the one mm. percent you know elites those can do whatever yeah. they want to do you know have that kind of money to have and then music is kind of the same you know for most people they just there and they you know you, you can live a good life you can be comfortable but you can't live that crazy rock star life that you know everyone thinks it is however everyone wants you to believe that they're they living that life and so there's a lot of people that are literally you know don't have any money don't have any savings don't own any property don't are struggling you know month to month however if you if you if you look at their lifestyles or what they seem to be portraying out there on instagram or you know a week in and week out is this like you know excessive lifestyle of i'm out i'm out in these places you know we're having these bottles we have all these people coming over and we you know we're, we're the cool people we have all these new clothes and we have all these but you know the reality is you know for the most part they don't really have that kind of money now in music there's a there's a lot of um there's a lot of music events that happen and so you know and with these events you know you get invites you know if you're kind of in the right circles and it's a night yeah you get to go to a lot of things mm -hmm. for free you don't pay anything and what but then you know you get to be in the some of the best places for free however you know you're sitting out there fighting like look at what my money's avoiding me <laughs> and, um, and i'm just like I know you're calm. Like I'm always, I mean, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, because I get that too. And yes, I enjoy it. But um, it's that whole, you know, uh thing of people wanting you to think they are so rich that they can, you know, afford to go to any of these kind of places to buy whatever they want to buy to do when reality is just not that. And um, yeah, I just I kind of realized that after a while that you know it's just there's just no point in falling under that pressure of um feeling like you know you have to constantly perform. Or like, you know, just, just, um, you have to look a certain way. You have to be something else for people to, to, uh, you know, accept you within the industry or for even, you know, people to follow your music, but really it's just, it's, 
that's it's not really about that 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 is something that's in the industry 100 percent. but it's it's I, I just got to a point where for myself i thought you know what that's that's not what i'm about so um whether it is the case or not whether you know that is the map i'm supposed to follow or not i just don't feel like that's the route i want to go so i was like you know what? i'm just gonna kind of stay away from that as much as possible and so uh you know I, I went a bit extreme and decided to just hardly post <laughs> much on instagram or any socials and whatnot and i'm you know i'm sort of trying to work my way back into like okay i'm gonna post a little bit more now and whatnot but i'm still in that kind of uh, i don't really care face but <laughs> but yes it is absolutely yeah, and okay. i think uh, to be honest like Although you were talking about the music industry, I think it's so relevant to like just everyday society. This is it, the Instagram and social media worlds that we live in, where it's all about how it looks instead of what it actually is behind the curtain. So I think there is a lesson in there, even for just like people outside of the music industry into just follow your own paths like you don't have like it's not about there's so much more than appearances it's really about the substance of like mm-hmm. are you enjoying what you what it is and not necessarily like how does it look on the outside because are you living for instagram really yeah and it's such a shame because it, it gets to a point where you know um people feel like their their worth mm-hmm. is determined by you know what it is that they're posting or what it is that people perceive yeah. them to be doing or they are and so you know you you and it really plays with your mental health man because you know you post something and then it doesn't really get a lot of likes and you sort of feel like oh okay well like people don't really like me of course they like you it's got nothing to do you know with your instagram like you, you know we, we we had people you know interacting with people before instagram and you know having great quality life and you know good friends and whatnot and and for the most part, people still have those great friends, but it's got nothing to do with Instagram. Like it's not, it's not because you know you post the best pictures or you post the what. It's um, but sometimes we just you know make Instagram be what defines how we feel. And so you know that was another thing. I was like, you know what, I can't, I can't look at Instagram in the morning when I wake up because that's just going to set my whole day up the wrong way. Because literally, you know, you wake up in the morning, you look at your phone, you're just like, oh my gosh, like what David did that? What? He's not. He's not even half as good as I am. It's like negative, negative. Oh my gosh, he's got a new car. Mine's not that great. And then, you know what I mean, before you even get out of bed, you're just yeah. feeling rubbish about your life. Which, for the most part, a lot of people are posting the best two seconds of their life of that day. You know what I mean? And and now you're basing your whole life on someone's best ten seconds. I mean, come on, man. It's like, nah, you know what? This is not necessary, man. You got you've got to protect your mental health because because. You know, that really sets your mind up for the day, for the week, for the, and, you know, sometimes you think, oh, that doesn't really affect me, but it does. And subconsciously, you just keep you mm-hmm. know, mulling over it and, and you start making decisions a little differently because of something you saw without yeah. even realizing it. So, like, you know, I mean, that. no one ever puts their failures. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. If you go on Instagram, it's like everyone's bought a house, everyone's launched a business, wrote a book, made a movie. Like, no yeah. one ever tells you about the time, how many times. They stayed up until 3 a.m. working, or how many times they failed before they wrote that book. And yeah, it's it's an alternative reality, not the real one. I think this is going to lead into my into the next one. Because <clears throat> you've met you talked a lot about there around it's very much a micro mic, uh, it feels like a social media kind of like bubble that we all live in now. Right. And you mentioned like mental health. 
we talked a little bit about, you know, the music industry and the perception of all this glamour and all this success mm-hmm. and the reality behind that, you know, it's very much like life. Yeah. And it's very much a reflection of life that you've got the top echelon, the 1% where there's, and then there's everybody else. And certainly because you're in an industry that is, um, I would say courted for, and a lot of people want to be in, you know, it's a difficult industry, but what would you say have yeah. been the, has been the biggest contributing factor or factors to your success so far in the industry? Hmm. I feel like um, one of the most contributing factors for my success in the industry is uh, it's just, you know, tenacity and being persistent. You know, I mean, if that's not really the same thing, kind of is. Just that and, you know, being patient. It's like you got to keep doing what you're doing for long enough because, you know, the, the, being, being great at something is that's one thing. But, you know, there has to be the right moment that has to meet with your greatness at what you're doing. And so, um, so you have to say, so it's, so it's that whole thing of like, okay, cool. So I'm good at this. Yeah. So I'm going to come out and I'll step out and now do my thing. Now, great. People may not notice for the first few months, for a year, for two years, for three years. Do you know what I mean? But if you, if you, if you, if you duck out after like, you know, year one, when maybe you were really amazing, but it, you just needed that right moment for it to connect with people. And then now you're going to lose out for the rest of your life when all you had to do is just keep going for maybe another two years. I mean, not everybody wants to hear the whole, you know, you got to keep mm-hmm. going thing. But mm-hmm. the reality is, man, when I talk to like dozens of people and, and, and through a lot of my friends I know that are in this industry, like the stories are completely different, man. But one thing that is always, um, uh, uh, that's been a constant is is you know that those that are tenacious and just are so resilient just keep going keep going without stopping they're the ones that seem to end up achieving like you know a lot of uh, a lot of amazing things yes there are cases where you know you have someone that literally just <laughs> seems to have popped into the scene just a day ago and then suddenly things are happening for them and you know um, i don't know how to explain that you know it could, it could be luck it could be whatever but the thing is you cannot use that as a case study and just say okay you know what listen to this and and and, and so say it works like no not really because the majority of people that's not how it works and that's really what we have to go by and so and for me i've been one of those people unfortunately who who it takes very 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 long for yeah but uh, dude i wouldn't mm, i think (laughs) you i think you're being a little unfair to yourself there and saying unfortunately because like you know it takes it takes time for wine to acquire that really fine taste, and it it takes time for whiskey to mature. And like, Whoa, from, you just compared you to fine wine and whiskey. Yeah, yes, well. hey, listen, I'm I'm just saying, right? Because like all the adjectives for your bestie. <laughs> I'm just saying though, because no, because. I've known you for a very long time. I, yeah. I was in Hastings this week with Tim shooting. And I was like, dude, that's where I met Jungle Boy the first time. When we met, that was a very, very long time ago. Actually, and it was, by the way, that was 17 years ago, not 16. 17 years yeah, ago. And like, yeah, well, and, and you know, the first day we met, we were making music and Absolutely. you bought beats. You yeah. bought music along with you, which was <laughs> fire for back then. No, that's but, true. That's true. That's true. But even when I look at your journey from like from then to yeah. now, yeah. you're saying you're unfortunately it's taken that amount of time. But dude, the the progression is the progression. insane. Yeah. 
you know what that's the other thing that we battle with you know it's, it's like you you have an idea in your head of where you believe you can be and what you believe you can achieve and so and so um so you're always kind of um you know measuring up against that but then again the reality is you got to keep looking back too mm-hmm. and like seeing it's like okay i'm here now but look back oh oh my gosh, yeah, 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 I was over there, but I'm here now. Oh, wow. Was, do you know what I mean? Because when you don't do that, then it's like, you just you just feel like you haven't achieved anything. But reality is, uh, yeah, you know, like you say, yeah, there's 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 definitely been some movement. <laughs> Mate, look, there's definitely lot, some. Lot, yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the things that you're going you're gonna to realize about Jungle Boy whenever you, if you ever meet him, guys, listening to this. Very, very <laughs> humble dude, right? Like, it's some progress. That's some progress. Like, it's huge, man. No, from making purely hip-hop beats to what you're doing now, which is mainstream pop music, and actually you have the ability to cross genres, mm. that isn't a common thing. You can do EDM, you can do pop music, you do hip-hop, you can do pretty much anything. Yeah. There's not a lot of producers that can actually do that, and that's been your gift, really, to be honest. That's very beautiful said, man. And, I'm, and I'm, you're right, man, and I'm super grateful to be able to do that because I'm... It's just, it just, yeah, I guess it really helps as well that, you know, I, um, you know, I moved around a lot of different circles and, and, and traveled a lot and that, that kind of, I guess, shaped a lot of my upbringing and, um, made me, yeah, be a fan of a lot of different types of genres, but not just be a fan of them, but, you know, uh, be immersed in them so much that they, a big part of who I am too. So then when I do something EDM or when I do something hip hop, when I do something, you know, mainstream pop, or when I, I'm not uh, just trying to adapt to it, it's, it's, it's authentically coming out of me because it's a big part of my childhood at some point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. And it's, 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 it's actually a pretty exciting thinking about it. And yeah, no, no, that's what I'm pointing that out. That's okay. It's cool. You can write me a check later. <laughs> 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 yes, joking, 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 okay. joking, of course. <laughs> we'll exchange payroll details later. On that note, uh, so I think it may kind of make sense to talk about this now, but talking about the importance of like patience, reflection, being able to take stock of how far you've come. Um, I'm interested to know what are some of the biggest life lessons that you have learned from your line of work beyond just some of the key factors that you think have brought you to where you are now? I feel like one of the the most important things I learned was not um, not to find my value or my worth in what I do, um, rather have find my value and my worth in and just something else completely just you know discover who i am first in in myself whether whether you you know you believe in the universe and god and whatever it is you believe in just don't find your find your worth define yourself your worth in something outside of what you do because at the end of the day it's like you should you should you should be here as a complete human being as in like it's like i'm you know it's like I'm Jungle Boy, you know, I'm Polina, I'm Pete, and I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm a full human being, I am, you know, I'm, I'm strong, and this, and then, you know, all your affirmations, all the things that you believe about yourself, but then everything else that you can do, 
you know, your talents and whatnot. Those, those, those are just different things that you do, but they don't define who you are. So if you do something and you decide to do something else, it's okay because you're still you, complete. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so um, when I was coming in before, I was finding that, you know, I was finding my worth in, in, in what I do. And so if I wasn't getting accolades for what I do, or if I wasn't having a good time with what I'm doing for work and things weren't going right, whatever, then I feel rubbish about myself. I'm depressed. I'm down. I feel like I'm not great. I'm not worth, you know, I'm, I'm worthless or I'm this and that. And it's like, and that's how a lot of people are. And uh, because it's all attached to what they do. But once I kind of freed myself from that, it was like, you know what, even if, work doesn't go well or you know if music doesn't do well or this and that I release something and I'm really excited about it, it doesn't do well I'm like oh, I'm upset that it didn't do well but I don't feel rubbish about myself whereas you know if 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 I feel like this is it you know and I put it out there <laughs> what happens is when when the song gets attacked I feel like people are attacking me taking everything personal. like oh they don't like me they think I'm rubbish they don't it's like no they don't you're still great you don't like your song just yeah. make another one. And I think as, a, as a creative, that's even harder because as a business person, like you put Absolutely. a product out there and like if you get rejected, that's, that's it'd be like a failure, hard, yeah. it would still hurt you, but not to the same level where like you've spent months creating something. Because I think creativity is like a whole nother level of gift. So like when you put that out Absolutely. there, it's Absolutely. really hard to not attach yourself to like, this came out of like your head and your inspiration. And then if it gets rejected or like yeah. not really doesn't get like as much um affirmation as much like praise as you wish it did Mm -hmm. like it's hard to say like oh well like it's not part of me (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess i guess it's like yeah it did you know it came from you but um it it doesn't necessarily make it great sometimes you know people like you know i made this so what you must be amazing no in the same way people are like oh but that's just who i am i'm like what's your point like who you are is perfect no that's why we you know constantly on the journey of self-growth and, and personal development and it's not because you know no one is born just you know with everything right or everything perfect or everything so whenever someone says that to me like oh well you know that's just who i am and just da, 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 and i'm just like mm, okay cool I, I i don't even go into it i'm like <laughs> but, but surely within that though because like obviously being creative you put your time it's your idea you develop it you because you know what it's like we used to get music together it's in your head yeah you create it you spend the time producing it then it's out it's out how much of that is connected to having to be really really aware of you've mentioned self there but how much of it do you actually need to check your ego at the door when you're coming across instances where it's like, dude, I worked 60 hours mixing this, this thing down. <laughs> like it's been, it's, it's been in, it's been in sign off for like two months. Like this has taken <laughs> time, time. And then all of a sudden it's not received well. How much of that is checking your ego and leaving your ego at like, yo, this at the mixing desk. That's it. My ego's here. What happens once it's out is out. That's it. I've got no control. You know what? You can't. You constantly have to do that because, um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's records that I've had come out, and and you know, I hear it on, you know, on the radio, or like I see it, you know, in a in a, in a massive show like the O2 Arena or something, and it's being you know performed back, and everyone's loving it, and this and that, and I'm still thinking, eh, 
I'm not sure about that kick though. <laughs> yeah, about that snare, yeah. like that simple. I'm not. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I don't like this. Or vice versa, where you know I, I spend so much time, like you say, on a record, and you know I feel like this is this is the best thing ever, and it comes out, and people hammer it, hammer it. <laughs> like, it's, like I don't know what I'm doing. Like I just started making music last week, and I'm like, you know. And uh, I mean, I don't want to read the comments, but I'll literally sit there and I hear a lot of artists, they do the same thing. They're like, you know, you sing, oh, great, great, love it, love it. This thing is amazing. Oh, I think this is the worst record ever. Like, what? <laughs> you literally looking at this comment, click on a person's page. I want to see what <laughs> like that. I'm like, why? Like, everybody else loves it. Why are you focusing on that? But we are like that. And um, I, you have you have to constantly check yourself out because <laughs> especially when you spend so much time on it and 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 you know when as as a, as a creative you, you do feel like you know it's a big part of you but i don't know i've just sort of learned that look just because i feel a certain way yes i trust my guy yes i trust all of that but it doesn't make it right and it doesn't mean it's going to connect with everyone it doesn't mean everyone's going to like it just keep trying something else because um you know, there's, there's, there's times when I felt like I really had the right song and that, you know, these, this is a banger and it didn't work or, or vice versa. But when, sometimes when I go back you know, years later and I listen to certain songs, I'm like, actually, this is not great at all. By the time, I thought it was the best thing and I, was, I could have fought you for it. But you know what? Like nine years later, I'm like, no, he was so not right. It so wasn't good. They were so right to not put this out. This definitely was not the first single, do you know what I mean? And so, so you have to, you have to, you have to look at things like that. And so I really do that to myself. And um, so I'm, I'm, I'm better now at sort of just letting things go and being like the next one I'm going to show you or the next one I'm going to put out, this is going to, yeah, blow, blow everything out of the water. And that's, that's how I work. So I'm always striving to have the next best thing i'm like the next thing i'm gonna make is gonna be the best thing in fact i was in a, i was in a session um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago we we're writing this song and uh yeah, this right you know, he's, he's kind of big doing his thing he's had, he's had like a lot of hits recently and stuff and yeah, another guy was in the room as well and um they're talking about a song that's just coming out and he's saying um oh oh you know what this because the name's involved you know, it's like this. This this is going to be the biggest record of next yo, year. Yo, 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 hang on, yo, listen. Uh, Give us an exclusive. Drop some names, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you're silly. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, now listen, listen. <laughs> now you know what? You know what? You know what? You know. What, I, I'm gonna put this out there, right? This is what people <laughs> say. This is what people say. This song, this song is actually out. It came out last week, week before. It's the song. Um, what's it called? It's called Out 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 by um Jax Jones and Joel Corey. It's some it samples of a song that's um that's got that's gone viral like this this you know song that got released maybe yeah in two thousand six years ago right mm -hmm. um recently got viral in TikTok like some people slowed it down and did a dance to it it's like really really cool mm -hmm. like, yeah 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 they yeah. sampled that and, and made it into this house record. So because it's so big on TikTok and then it's, you know, the, 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 the song is Joel Corey, um, Jax Jones, what's the face? Um, Saweetie and Charlie XCX, you know, they're all on it. He was like, trust me, this is going to be the biggest song of next year. And I was like, so I was quiet. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> so like, what do you mean you've done? I was like, I just feel like I have the biggest song of next year. <laughs> 
And I genuinely do. I'm not fucking this song that's there. Yeah, it's going to do its thing. But you don't know. I know this record that I have. And I genuinely believe it will be the biggest song of next year. So, uh-huh. you know, let's, let's talk about this then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, it's here on the podcast as a, as a little, like, we're going to come back to this episode as a marker <laughs> in the sand for this one. Because, look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is the this is the great thing that I, that I like about when, when I talk to talk to right, Jungle right. Boy, is you know, and this is testament all the way through everything that you've been through six right. well seventeen years that I've known you right. Self belief is critical in anything. Absolutely, we talk about this on the podcast. Like if you're going to do something and you're not fully committed, you don't really believe it, you're going to give up. Yeah, and when you give up, it's over. Yeah, you have to be dedicated to continue on the path, and that's what you have done, despite all of the odds yeah. of like, because oh, I know there were times where you're like, oh, dude, like, yeah, yeah um, it's it's hard right now, it's hard right now, but you stuck at it, yeah, and you know there will always be difficult times in whatever it is that you're doing, regardless of what heights you get to, because there's always going to be the next thing that you want to go for, exactly, and that's important, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> cool. All right. So this is my last question for you, my guy. Okay. Um, we ask everybody this, um, yeah. and I want to hear your answer to this because I know it's going to be amazing. But what does extraordinary mean to you? What does being extraordinary mean to you? Man, you know what? That word always cracks me up because, um, first of all, little side note. <laughs> in the U.S., right? When, when, when you're trying to go to the U.S. as an artist and, and – uh, and as a creative and anyone in a creative world, the visa that you apply for is the O1 visa. And that visa, the definition of it is alien with extraordinary talents. I'm like, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I literally picture this like MIB dude, like, walking your mind, no, you know what I mean? like I'm with extraordinary talent. Anyway. <laughs> I love that word. But yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to my head when I hear that word. But like for me, extraordinary is just like, it's just exactly what it, what it says, you know? It's like, you know, you've got the ordinary, which is what a lot of people are okay with being. And then you've got that one that's like, oh, he's so extra. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you're just being so extra with everything you do in in what in what you what it is you do like you just have to be willing to go above and beyond what everybody else deems to be normal ordinary and it's like oh yeah we, you know we're just working on this and then yeah yeah it's just like oh everyone puts in their three hours or whatever but you're willing to put in that six hours the extra three hours it's like it's all right i'll stay until later i was like you're just working on your craft on what you do so well so diligently that it's just it's just outside of you and it just it just goes above and beyond what everybody else expects and that's that's how i believe extraordinary people look like you know and you apply that you know within everything you do like i would say to other producers and writers i'm like look if you're having a session <laughs> you know regardless of who you're working with you need to write and produce that song as if you're working with rihanna you know, because mm-hmm. this tendency of like, you know, it's like some random person comes in oh, and they sign to this label, da, da, da. it's like, not that excited about it because they're not a big deal. And I'm like, you have to literally look at them like they are Rihanna, like they are Beyonce. And so when you apply that to everything you do, I believe that's being extraordinary. And it's like, there's no way that that can't work. 
Mm. And for me, having done that with a lot of people, man, it's put me in amazing positions because it's like it's it's, it's situations where most people would have disregarded or not really cared about. And and just because I happened to pay attention to it, it ended up landing landing me in something absolutely amazing, which would have never happened if I would have, um, you know, uh, treated that session or that day with, you know, with disregard. And Mm -hmm. so um, I really believe that's a big part of you know, extraordinary and, and, and living that life. Spoken like a pro right there. Pro spoken yeah. like a pro. And I think everything that you said there is, is absolutely spot on. Like at the you. end of the day, man, you've got to be dedicated to what you do, whatever that dream is, whatever that aspiration is, you yeah. have to be dedicated to it. It's not going to fall in your lap. You have to fight. You have to work hard for it and be willing to take knocks and punches. And, absolutely. you know, when you fall, get the hell back up and continue down that path. No, agreed, man. Agreed. Absolutely. Man, that was beautiful. No, no, dude. Look, listen, man. I know you're going to deliver on this and everything like that. And look, this is episode nine of uh, 10 for season two of Tap Into Extraordinary. Uh, we have one more episode next week. And for everyone who's listening to this, I hope you feel inspired by this thing. You've taken a, you've taken a few lessons because I think on this human journey, this journey of life, I think it's really important that we're able to learn from di- other people's experiences. They may be from different walks of life, but the things that we experience have a universality with them. There, there's a commonality between all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to be able to learn from each other and take inspiration from other people's you know, successes and equally failures as well. And that's the whole point of this whole, of this whole podcast. Pauline, have you got anything in closing? Yeah, I mean, if you took one thing away, which is like my favorite message of this podcast, it was that willingness to go above and beyond. And if you do that sustainably over a long enough period, there is no way that you're not going to get to where your dreams are. So like that is, yeah, probably like my favorite niche or message from like thread, sorry, or message from this podcast. So there's one thing to take away, just, follow jungle boy's journey and like if you keep being putting in the extra hours over a long enough period of time there's no chance that you won't be successful so that is my takeaway note of this episode indeed Uh, so right jungle boy people can go google you anyway but like go google this guy go google him but how do people find you (laughs) so uh on all my social media um at it's jungle boy at its jungle boy and that's jungle boy with an i or one word jungle boy and like but i, I just real quick i just wanted to ask one question that's uh-huh. like one question dude like yeah, yeah what's going on like we're asking you questions man <laughs> no, yeah, go on. Like, like honestly like this i feel like this is this is very important but like where do you guys both do your eyebrows Dude, man, what's... <laughs> I'll let Paulina take that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I've, I've, been, I've been watching you guys here while I was talking. I was like, oh, gosh, your eyebrows are so fleek. It's such a random thing. But you know what, man? Dig up yourselves. <laughs> Joke up. Eyebrows. <laughs> I got it from my mama. I actually have naturally good eyebrows. <laughs> I hope you guys. <laughs> Listen, this has been fun. <laughs> this has been fun. This has been awesome. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you, Jungle Boy, for um, coming on as a guest as well. Um, thank you. Listen, 
go and follow Jungle Boy. There will be tags and links in the show notes. Um, let us know what you thought of this episode. Give us a review on Apple. That will help us massively. If you found this interesting, also share this with your friends and anybody else that you think might be inspired by this kind of conversation. Particularly anybody in the music industry who wants to hear about what a journey a producer kind of goes on. Uh, that will also be really, really cool. But as always, just remember, don't be afraid to tap into your version of Extraordinary and we will catch you next week. 